Hello, everyone. Welcome to Universal Energy Radio. This is the lowest effect. My name is Elisa. My name is Liz. Mm-hmm. Hi, darling. Good morning. Oh, how are you? I, I'm i doing well, actually. I feel like I got some good rest last night, so. Nice. Yeah, I yeah I got some I got pretty good rest. Feel like I could use a little bit more, but don't we all? Always, <laughs> always, always. But uh, yes, so always something swirling, swirling about. Energies are crazy lately, really crazy, and we are. Um, going through such an accelerated period of opportunity for healing. It's, of course, um, free will, so things can get switched up and and not uh, result in healing, but the opportunity for healing, I feel, or what I'm picking up, um, has never been more potent or more clear than uh, where we are in recent uh, weeks. It's not for sissies, I'll say that. Not for sissies at all. Um, there's, it's quite the process. And in uh, breaking ground with that and uh, forgiving and unconditional love, the path to self-love, all of those things look so much different than what we would think. Mm-hmm. Um, where there are these outside forces, circumstances, other people, um, uh, uh, surviving uh, the trauma, all those things, buried trauma, and such, it's cr- like everything's coming to the surface. And the more that is looked at, loved, forgiven, acknowledged, recognized, as that as that's all uh, passing through your various layers of systems. We have so many different systems, right, mm-hmm. uh, within us, around us, um, surrounding us on so many levels or so many degrees of, of density. So with all of that, um, it's exhausting. It's really, really exhausting. I had no idea how exhausting healing could possibly be, but I've never allowed myself to heal to the degree mm. that I'm in process. So I had no, no idea. And what's very interesting is that in that conversion process of the uh, the dense to the light, or the dense to the incandescent, uh, visually things have been coming in so clearly. Images, pictures. Wow. Um, yeah, it's it's. A little out. Of, I don't want to say out of control, but it's it's just been um, an onslaught, 
And we, we talked the last show about how much I appreciate Taoism and being sort of in the middle of things mm-hmm. uh, because that's the best way, in my opinion, to be anchored um, and to not lo- exist in one extreme or the other, but but to kind of find a to take root in between, right? The t- uh, um, any extremes that may that may exist, and then you have real life <laughs> in the middle of all of that. And uh, yeah, I had to twice. I had to. Uh, break up a lover's quarrel uh, my 16 year old and his on again off again girlfriend um, it was very very toxic and I had to I don't like getting involved but it's my house and I had to uh, step in and say you guys got to do what you got to do and I love you both but I want to pretend that no one's home how about that <laughs> Did that work? No. And then 20 minutes later, you cannot communicate in a toxic manner in my house or anywhere else. Um, And when my son gets to, when he he crosses that line emotionally, um, and I have the psychological diagnosis for it, there there is, there, there is a diagnosis for everything, and we have a couple. So I know I have to be firm yet very gentle. And fortunately, uh, after I left, a few minutes after that, it kind of felt like the peace after like a raging storm. So I don't know what the aftermath was like. I was just happy um, that when I came home last night that uh, he was home. And he was in for the night, and that's that's huge, because uh, he's always putting himself at risk, going out at all hours and whatever, and I lose my mind. So that was that was uh, a comfort. Maybe he was just too exhausted to do it. Whatever. I'm like, okay, he told he's safe. I, I threw a sandwich at him. We're good. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> Not literally. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's yeah. There's a there is a lot happening and we have no idea of the impact and while we're sort of in this weird in-between we're back from COVID we're not are we what's going on I don't know wear the mask don't wear the mask oh we don't have to wear the mask like when we're all all of that uh while we're dealing with all that transition it's a really good opportunity to not feel compelled or to uh, impulsively rush to get back to how things were because that's never going to happen. It's a new day. We're not going to go back to how things were. Everything's different now. Uh, But I would just say take advantage of this uncertain transition because that's what's going on. Like the outside's reflecting what's going on on the inside. This this is a a little bit of an uncertain um, transition that we're going through collectively um, as this onslaught, this avalanche of opportunity for healing 
is flooding in. So that's the news update. That's the weather report. Goodness. I know, right? <laughs> a lot. It's ex- yeah, it's exhausting. I mean, I had no idea. And I'm seeing like in my mind's in my mind's eye, I, I um, because it did ra- it, it did rattle me, you know, being one hypersensitive, and then of course being a mom, and um, uh, and and you just have you just have such compassion. We have a 16 year old and a 17 year old. It's their first quote unquote experience of quote unquote love. Uh, it's a rite of passage. Mm-hmm. Nobody wants to go through that. But it's a rite of passage, and for some people it's very benign. For other people, it's 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 very crazy and and apocalyptic. Um, it could happen, you know. I would say anywhere between the ages of fourteen and eighteen. I know when I was eighteen, I was in a crazy, what I thought was my first love type of situation, and it was insane. And I <laughs> and I had I had argue, you know arguments conversations like. You know, but the difference is, back in the day, we didn't get our parents involved. We did what we had to do. As long as we showed up for dinner, no, no, don't ask, don't tell. Don't, we we had a lot, a lot more, and like, uh, don't get me involved in your teenage drama. And at one point, as I, and this was so magical, my older son opened in a Shakespeare play that was done in an outdoor theater here in New York City, and it was my first time going back to the theater since March of 20, I guess March of 2020. And going to the theater, anybody that knows me knows that's like my absolute favorite thing to do. So it was so magical to go back in New York, outside in this beautiful space, watching my older son play the lead in a Shakespeare play. He was wonderful. He was so good. And... (laughs) And my phone's vibrating, and I'm like, okay. So I discreetly take a peek, and I'm like, why is my younger son calling me? So you know, you could do like um, the custom, you can do like a, a custom text message, or they, they have pre, they have pre-written ones. Like I can't mm-hmm. talk right now, so I can't talk right now. Boom, five minutes later, phone's ringing. I mean, it's vibrating. I'm like, I'm. I can't, this is Shakespeare, I can't, like, it's not a musical where I can just open the bag and get the phone and, you know, be discreet. <laughs> okay, so then I have to do a custom message saying, I'm at Cole's, that's my older son's name, I'm at, I'm at Cole's show, I can't talk. And then, like, five minutes later, I feel the phone vibrate, it's a text <sighs> message, and then it was just teenage nonsense of, uh, trying to involve me in their petty uh, foolery. I would say mm. another word. I'm saying foolery, but the word I want to say rhymes with stuckery. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll say, because it's early, with their, I want to say stuckery with an S, but with their foolery, and I just didn't answer. And I'm like, you know what? I am letting this go. I am going to enjoy and Shakespeare's five acts. It's it's a long night. You're you're there almost three hours. It's a long night. So um, I was so happy to to celebrate that, and then relief that the other one was home, licking his wounds. He needed an Advil. I gave him an Advil and a sandwich, <laughs> and off I went. 
but in in the uh but right before I left like to uh go to the theater I was kind of rattled uh by what was going on, you know, in the other room and on high alert in case I had to yet come in to say you guys got to shut this down or you got to go something. Um fortunately it was on the verge of that it didn't come to that. So I'm all fragmented and I'm I'm I feel everything. So I'm feeling I'm feeling this. It's not a great feeling. Also, the exhaustion of living with low-grade anxiety for about five years just for the safety of my younger son. Uh, that's exhausting. I, so I said, well, okay, I can I can meditate for like a half hour. Let me do that before I go just to sort of ground myself. So I had some, I played some binaural beats in my headphones. I am reclined, and no sooner do I close my eyes, the tremors start. I'm like, are we doing this again? I'm so tired. Wow. I'm like, how, how does a girl get anything done? Yeah, I'm bouncing around. The, it's like the exorcist part. I'm bouncing here. I'm bouncing there. I'm like, really, God? Okay. Okay. And I'm just, I just, I'm so used to it. I just roll with it. But it, it's exhausting. I'm like, this is like, I don't even have to go do crunches because I'm doing crunches. <laughs> I don't mean to, you know, like it's crazy. If this was ever filmed, people would be like, oh, you're so making that up. You're so making that happen. I'm like, no, I'm not. Mm. And it will never be filmed because it's, I, I'm so glad I could talk. I, I could talk about it. On, who am I? I don't talk to anybody. My son knows sort of, uh, my older son, because he's very spiritual. Um, and my acupuncturist, Teresa in New Mexico, my healer, love her. She does pretty much it. So it's not like, what am I going to do? Uh, you know, tell my my GP, my next physical. Tell my dentist. Tell the hygienist when I get a cleaning. No, I'm not, no, not going to do it. Not going to do it. So all that's happening. I'm like, okay, all right, all right. And like almost instantaneously, and in my mind's eye, I am seeing orbs. I am seeing entities. I am seeing beings. I am like all the collective energies that I felt for like 15 years or so. Like now I'm seeing sort of, I don't know if it's them, but seeing uh, pictures, visuals, visual images of what is representing them. I'm like, oh, mm. we're doing this now? And then we got a little alien energy in there. I'm like, oh, we got that going on? Okay. 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 And I, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? Talk, tell, talk to my mother about it next time I, you know, next time I visit her to make sure she's, you know, she's okay. What am I going to do? Yeah. Who the hell am I going to have? Yeah. This is, this is, so is, is that you, like... Basically, seeing multi-dimensionally. Yes. Yep. 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 It's wow. crazy, and like every time it gets a little sharper, a little clearer, a little clearer. Yesterday was so clear, and I'm like, "Oh my god!" I am feeling every emotion possible, just with keeping holding it together, like you know, living this life, and then. 
and then we have the the extreme of this other dimensional whatever. But I yeah and oh and I was at I was I was like right there in the vortex. I'm like okay, recognize recognize that that vortex situation, which to me is different than the tunnel. Mm. Yeah, the vortex and the tunnel to me are two different things. I would uh, think that would be all, the case. Yeah. Yeah, but but all very connected. Um, Oh, yeah, snapshots of the universe. I'm like, okay, okay, all right, okay. Well, I'll have plenty to talk about on Thursday. Yep. (laughs) Down there bouncing around, seeing aliens. I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. Teenagers fighting in the next room. I'm like, all right, okay. Wow. Mm -hmm. 90-degree weather. Yep. And it's and it's nothing like what you're doing, certainly. But yesterday, so last night, um, we were celebrating um, our friend Amy's birthday. And oh, Amy, Old Spice, Amy. Yeah. And oh, we happy went birthday! To, yeah, we went to a Mexican restaurant that I'd been to before. Um, really good food, but I I don't know. I felt like I was just not in the right frame of mind. Like it took me a moment to feel like I was even there. Um, It was was too busy, too, too much happening. And I just couldn't feel, I couldn't focus on any one thing for very long. It's a very strange feeling. Um, But I had spent the day, you know, watching, I was watching Isabel again. She's cutting a new tooth. So, they can't bring her to Montessori when she's running a temperature, which fluctuates, you know, right. with her cutting her teeth. So the last couple of days I've been watching her. And so I was able to leave a little earlier to get ready for the for the dinner. But, um, yeah, I was just like, ooh. Because I, 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 like, I feel like I kind of shy away from... I've never really wanted to be able to see all that stuff. <laughs> I don't blame you. I don't want to see it. Who wants to see it? I don't want to see it. Um, so I'm like, all right, well, but I don't think I've seen it. It's just, it's just this feeling of there's just a lot of activity. And I know it's a busy restaurant. We got there a little early just to avoid the, the rush, but it still felt I, it felt really crazy. I was exhausted. I fell asleep on the way home. Thank God I wasn't driving. Oh, I fell Jesus. asleep on the way home. And then we stayed up and pulled some, you know, some tarot cards and stuff like that. But I think everyone was just wiped out. I don't know what was going on yesterday, today. but something definitely was in the air. I don't know what the hell it was. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sending her a belated birthday text right now. <laughs> okay. And, of course, I found a... a, a Gift of a Old Spice shirtless Old Spice captain. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, happy birthday! I know she's she's amazing. We love her. Yay! Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was it was it was a good night. It's just great food, and but I, I think it took me. It really took me most of dinner, and then I was able to talk to like, you know, uh, one of my cousins, and you know, just just talk to some people who are right around me. But it was just really hard to focus. Mm, um, uh-huh. And I don't normally feel if I feel that way, I feel like sort of out of sorts, out of place. It's it's because I'm really, really tired. Mm-hmm. Um and I don't want to be there. But that's not the case. It's like I I wanna be there. I mean, I wanted to be here, but wow, I just could not focus. 
Um, obviously, it helps when you eat something, when you finally got to, you know, eat more than just chips and salsa. Of course, I filled up on chips and salsa. So. Of course. Yeah, most, of my di- most of my dinner is still in the fridge, you know. Right. Um, but, uh, oh, okay. I wanted to um, kind of switch gears a little bit, if that's okay. Mm-hmm. But certainly, mm-hmm. you know, I'm always fascinated with with what you're um, what you're experiencing Girl. and what you what you see and all that stuff. I think that's it's crazy. Um, it is. But in the chat room, I want to say hello to our usual suspects. We've got um, hello. Uh, we got Amish comedian, little fairy, and Raven Spirit. Mm-hmm. And little fairy is asking a question today. Okay. Uh, she says, "Hi, Liz and Elisa." I'd like to ask what the issue is with female coworker initial D P please. Always I have noticed something her. With the, go ahead. I know. It's always something with the coworker. Yeah. I, go ahead. I have noticed her kind of staring at me. I have to say that she is not my favorite person. I avoid speaking to her. So that was it. That that was just a question. And 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 to uh to Raven's credit, she she put in uh, she has been kind of doing her chat. Okay. So thanks, Raven. Raven says not everyone likes us. Be polite and smile. Um, oh, and then she put she also wrote just kind of uh, connected to what you were talking about, Liz. I've been seeing orbs for a while. Um, <gasps> oh God. So to kind of All put right. that on the yeah you know, the back burner there for a moment, and then oh. uh, and then <laughs> and then she wrote for. Uh, I don't know if it's for all of us, but, but she said, if you feel uneasy, ask for a sign. Um, so anyway, for a little fairy. Um, yes. <laughs> all right. So, so the person name is DP. I liked what Marguerite said because you, you, this is whether it's the person, whether it's the, the coworker or the checkout person at the grocery store or the person who cut you off when you're in the car, that's going to happen. And I'll, I'll tell you it has nothing to do with you you might be the object of whatever uh, uh focus that this person is go- is is going through or you you know you're perceiving to to uh to witness that you feel that it has something to do with you it doesn't all i can say with with dp is um I feel like this per- this person is hurting. I feel like this person is going through through something personal and may likely be easily triggered or easily annoyed. And that's what happens, you know, when you're carrying a lot. You're in the workplace. You can't really process it. You have to put that on mute. And sometimes a coping mechanism is you could be totally unaware of it, but certain things might trigger or irritate you, even in a very slight manner. But if you're hypersensitive, little fairy, you are hypersensitive. I am, you know. Uh, we're walking around with hypersensitivity. It's, it's, a, it's a, To me, it's a double-edged sword. It's, it's beautiful because when things are beautiful, you can really just embrace the depth of amazing feeling, but on the other side of that, um, you can uh, kind of put things under a, a microscope emotionally and feel impacted by things that most people wouldn't even notice or they would brush off. So I liked Marguerite's advice. 
you know, it's it's be professional, be cordial. Uh, but I would throw into all of that, be compassionate. But I, yeah, there's there's something going on with 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 DP that she's trying to process. Uh, I I think there's some sort of heartache. There's something. So if anything, you know, with with, with her or anyone anyone else, just you know, internally, just say, I offer you love, light, and compassion. You know, there's so many crazy, um, unst- I shouldn't say crazy, but so many unstable uh, people roaming around New York right now, um, the poverty, the homelessness. Now we got all the tourists are back. Like, it's just, it's, it's, there's a lot of chaos and, and uncertainty, and, and it's almost like we came back overnight, and all, those of us that have been here all along were just, uh, taking it a breath and a step at a time. So I have seen so many examples of mental collapse almost on a daily basis. Like I will go into a subway car, somebody will start to lose their mind, just take off their clothes or start fighting, and I will have to, and I know how to get out. I'm very nimble. I'll get out of one sub- subway car, I'll run into another one to avoid that. So, yes, there's a fear, there's uncertainty, and I say that little fairy because what I do, because there's, I'm seeing so much of it, um, in my face, I'm like, they're on their path. All I could do is send love, light, and compassion. Mm-hmm. And then I have to protect myself because we are in this, in the the dense form of this life. And this is why I love what they say in Taoism. If you get too far off into the spiritual, you're going to become homeless. <laughs> so, <laughs> we, I mean, that's my version of it. But we 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 have to be here and find and what you know find that middle way. Um, but yeah, it has nothing to do with you. Uh, that that person's hurting. And take mm-hmm. Marguerite's advice because I agree. Very nice. And she, it was, everyone's kind of chiming in in this chat, which is nice. Um, Love that. Amish comedian said, "So true. Not everything is about us." Right. And Lowell Ferry says, thanks, makes sense. She is easily triggered and snaps at everyone. See, um, it's not just you. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, Amish Comedian says, a well-timed are you okay works wonders. Um, well, Lowell Ferry said, I am, hyper- I am hypersensitive and am an empath. So, yeah. That's right. Uh, of course. Uh, Raven said, most of us here are empaths. So we need to protect our energy. Right. Yeah. Lowell Ferry says, thank you. Um uh, glad to know that it has nothing to do with me. I don't like her, honestly. We'll avoid her. Um, a raven wrote, I surround myself with a white light of protection and ask, and I ask that no energies enter that are not for my highest good. Nice. She also wrote, I have to stop and see myself in the other person's shoes. So, right. uh, yeah, this is really helpful for, for all of us because, mm-hmm. um, it, you know, if you start to make it about you, then it does become about you. All of a sudden, right. all those energies, uh, the attention starts to shift. And then it, you know, it's sort of like, like what my mom does when she thinks dad and I are, are, are making jokes about her when we're not. You know, we're just, part of it's because she can't hear anything. But she, <laughs> she's already kind of, uh, you know, kind of triggered to say, oh, they must be talking about me because they're laughing. Right. Which is sad. It really is sad. And that, it really is. That, and, um, I could, and I could see, and I could, and I could see, where your mother is is coming from because it mm-hmm. can yeah I, I, yeah it it can come across it can come across that way 
and a lot of times the mom is the brunt of the voice uh, of, mm-hmm. of, of the joke, you know, when mm-hmm. it, especially if like dad and the kids are like, ha, 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 ha. Right. I'm like, yeah. So I, 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 I've been there, but it doesn't mean that that's always the case. Yeah. I mean, actually nine times out of 10, if not, <laughs> of course, um, <laughs> right. You know, dad and I, are on, we're off on a tangent for something else. And, you know, the mom's sort of, oh, well, you know, it's just out of left field, but honestly, all of that, they can't hear anything. So, mm-hmm. so then it does become about her, you know, and it, mm-hmm. and it wasn't what she wanted, but, you know, mm-hmm. in, a, in a way she got the attention, but it was, oh, mom, mm-hmm. you know, please, please, please get, right. do, do the hearing, hearing aid test, whatever you need to do. Right. Um, is that, that's 95% of her problem right there is that she simply right. cannot right. hear. Right, <laughs> right. So, uh, yeah, we'll we might see a really good. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. So hopefully, little fairy that um, that does help. It sounds like everyone in the chat room. Thank you guys for, yeah, for chiming in and offering offering your wisdom. Oh, it's always very yeah. helpful. So go ahead. No, I was just I was just going to say a fascinating film that I think you would really, 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 really like if you come across it. Maybe it's on Amazon. I don't know what what where it's on, but it's called The Sound of Metal. I think I've heard that. Yeah, it's on Amazon. It, yeah, I, I highly, highly, I think you would really like it. I highly recommend it. And um, the actor, I forget his name, but he was the first Muslim actor to be nominated for an Oscar. He didn't win, but he's he's amazing. But it's about a drummer in a heavy metal band that has mm-hmm. to cope with his hearing loss. Mm. But it's done in such a beautiful, insightful way. I think, I think you would really like it. So, excellent film, okay. The Sound of Metal. Yeah. So, if you can see it on Amazon, please do. Yeah, I think I, I remember. I remember coming across it, uh, and I'm like, oh, oh. it wasn't enough yet to kind of. I don't know what's going on there, but okay, so I'm, I'm, I'm queuing it up on my Prime. Sound of Metal. Okay, yay! Yeah, you'll like it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and and just it will just give you insight to like the way that it's done. You really can uh, experience, or you can really, I would rather say, witness the experience of hearing loss. Mm. So it's fast. It's Fascinating. So that might really give you a little insight in, as to what, you know, not that your mom's a drummer in a heavy metal band, but aside from that. Uh, <laughs> as far as I know. As far as you know, right. <laughs> uh, with a very devoted girlfriend. I don't think that's your mom. But uh, you I'm, I'm, will, I'd be jealous. I'd be jealous. You, 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 like, you, you got a sister? <laughs> Hello? Leetson? <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, that's Old Spice. But anyway, um yeah, check it out. Very good film. Nice. We talk about Thank everything you. on this show. Orbs, movie recommendations. <laughs> talk about everything on this show. Uh, yeah, so yeah. Orbs, that's that's always a cool thing. That's, yeah, there, there was a lot going on. So the fact that Marguerite said that, too, I'm like, okay. <laughs> Crazy. Yeah, who knows? Who knows? Um, I mean, just 
here we are, it's just another day, sort of post-pandemic-ish. Does it feel like it's post-pandemic? It was great, though. We, we Yeah, I took my son to, to eat after um, his play and didn't even, there wasn't any sign for wearing a mask. Nobody in the restaurant wore a mask. Like, we didn't wear a mask. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. okay, okay. It's weird. It was great. Yeah, that's a, that's a lot. That's a lot that's happening here. Well, that, that, we're always like that here in Georgia, but um, basically they're saying if you've been fully vaccinated, you don't need to wear a mask. But, of right. course, all the people who are fully vaccinated are usually looking at everybody like, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you just lying? <laughs> you get, <laughs> you get half, half the vaccine and you know, did go back right. for your second dose. That's um, all, yeah, I have no idea. And a lot of people haven't gotten it either, which is their yeah. right, you know. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. The girl that my son is dating, she's uh, – an environmental scientist. She's not getting the vaccine, and he's like, uh, "She's a scientist." I'm like, "Okay, well." My younger son hasn't gotten it yet, and I'm like, "Well, we guess we're not going to jump on a plane anytime soon." Yeah, I mean, there are, there are a few people that I know who are in the field, and they're like, "We're well, no, just waiting to see." Like they don't, they didn't feel like it was, they weren't ready, ready for it. Yeah. So okay. Yeah, um, and that's fine. I respect that. I respect that. We do have Jen who's calling in because she said she has an orb story. So. Oh, yay. Hello. Hi, ladies. Hi, darling. Hi. Hi. So I, I was doing an orb experiment with my oldest son, and oh. I stood out front of the house, and it was dark, and I took a picture of him with a digital camera so that we could see it right away, and um, there were a bunch of orbs around him, and then I stood in front of him, and I said, Orbs go away, and I took another picture, and the orbs were gone. Oh! And then I said, "Orbs come back." Took another picture, all the orbs came back. Stop it! Yep. Well, it's interesting because that documentary um, that I recommended to Elisa on the air, that my healer, acupuncturist, amazing person, Teresa in New Mexico, recommended, called "Close Encounters of the Fifth Kind." It's all about consciousness and, 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 and communication. And the, there's a whole system that this, um, I guess it's, I guess doctor, I don't know why I want to say doctor, he had a PhD, but what, uh, whoever, I forget his name, um, it's this whole system of communication where it is asking the energies to come to show up that I'm at this location. Like, it's crazy. Like, it shows you. There's even an app developed by the person that this documentary is the, sub, is the subject of. I want to say, like, Steve Bannon or Steve Gannon. I could be wrong. I don't remember. But anyway, but it's the step-by-step. So you're making me think of that, Jen, of you just were, okay. That's insane. What did your son think? <laughs> you know what? Back and like he was younger, like maybe seven or something like that, and he thought it was cool. But now he'd probably just look at me like I'm crazy. Well, they yeah, they did that. I mean, that's what they do. So you did. Yeah. So you did this. You did this a while ago. Oh yeah, like he was like yeah, like 14 years ago. Well, maybe oh. less. I don't know. Got it. it was got a it. Got it. Right. Yeah. 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 So interesting. That's. I believe it. Yeah. I mean, there's. There's so there's so much that we don't see, but that we do see. That's right here. 
Mm. Right, and you have to start with, I think, because what I was doing when I was in my meditation room was um, I was burning some incense, and I've got this green light in there because Mm -hmm. it happened upon a green light. I don't know why. So I put it in there. So it's just good for healing, right? Yeah. So I had the incense. Yep, green. Yep. So I had this incense going, and the incense was, you know, just burning whatever. But I started directing the incense to do certain things and make certain shapes. Oh, girl. And it started doing it. And I'm like, you know why? Because it's so light. It's like doesn't take too much energy to shift smoke. So mm. and it's a good starting point for anyone who kind of wants to do physical oh, mediumship. Interesting. interesting. Yeah. I never thought of that. That's really interesting. Well, it, it's it's good to help you realize anything's possible, right? Right. So, yeah. So it gives you physical proof. And you can go, well, I'm not imagining this because the smoke's there. It's physical. I can see it with my own eyes. That's right. I so, whereas when you're seeing people in your mind's eye, you're like, eh, maybe, oh, who knows, right? But when you hear, feel it, or see it, it makes it takes it takes it up a level, right? It's absolutely. Oh, my God. Yeah. Hmm. yeah, I mean, I remember years ago where uh, everything that I thought appeared a certain way all these years later, I was just so uh, pressed. It's almost like being pressed up to the glass that you don't really see until you, like, walk back. And now, like, there's perspective. And it's, uh, yeah, things that I thought were uh, the objects of repression are really gateways to freedom. Oh. So it's really interesting because yeah. when you step when you step back and you get that perspective, so it's wow, yeah, it's it's fascinating. I'll give you the I'll give you the most specific example. So even before, yeah, I would say even before a few years before, like the energy showed up. So I want to say. Oh God! Probably before my oldest was was born, I remember I was I was seeing a psychotherapist um, as part of recovering from losing my daughter, mm-hmm. and I remember having the, this image of I felt like I was just pressed up against like a a, a prison fence. And I would just see like where the fence would inter- intersect, so it would look like um, some of the uh, the way the the way the pattern of how the fence was uh, built. It looked like a, like an X, like the the center of where these um, metal wires would intersect. But it was like a, it felt like a prison a prison fence. Now with perspective, okay, so now 23, 24 years later, meaning today, it wasn't that. It was where the infinity loop intersects, and that represented freedom. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was the same intersection. But back then I saw it as, as a prison fence, and now I see it as this very fluid infinity loop that's sort of like a lava lamp sort of like living 
you know, within my consciousness, if that makes sense. But it's almost like I went from the prison fence to the lava lamp. Yeah. Does that make sense, I hope? Oh, yeah, it totally makes sense to me. Yeah, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just, but, so that's where, so it's almost like this, this, it's almost like the the vibe of what happens beneath the surface in, in, in the ocean where things are just sort of, that's what it feels like. Things are sort of just floating. So, you know, where you might see like a jellyfish and a lot, and, a lot, and I always had that thing with jellyfish too. Like the, the, these, some of these beans, they remind me of, it's not jellyfish, but it has sort of like that shape and that form and, the, and that sort of motion. So I'm very drawn to jellyfish because they remind me of entities. Hmm. But it's the, it's almost like beneath beneath the surface where it's like orbs and entities, and then I might see like the oh my goodness I, now it's coming back to me I um this giant eye and I'm like is my third eye opening up now like this huge eye this huge eye um kind of staring at me and then I saw. Uh, a close-up image of what looked like kind of a variation of uh, what we have seen sketched out as alien life. I'm like, oh, so this is just a parade now. I got to go to the theater. Okay, what? Okay, let's. Okay, what's going on? <laughs> yeah, but it, but it's like that floating lava lamp under the ocean. It's it's the universe. It, it's just no uh, no density. No measurement, no heaviness, uh, just blissful peace. And uh, and I'm not doing this in, in, in the order, obviously, because it's really, to just put it into words, is a little difficult. And then just going back to that vortex where I saw I was, I saw the vortex. I'm like, everything's in the vortex, so there really isn't any problem. But it's just getting the getting your 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 traumatized emotional self geared up to 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 meet and match that elevated consciousness. Mm. You know, so, and I'm not rushing for anything. I'm like, well, this is where it is today. When you were just talking about what you were seeing mm-hmm. and trying to reconcile the stuff that you saw over the years, right. um, you know, just you know, recurring recurring images for me, right. the recur- like for me, so much happens in my dream state. That's right. So when I was like, oh well, well if my recurring themes when I was a lot younger, it, it, it maybe not so recently, but you know, it's still something I remember. And that theme of not being heard, like being in a in a setting mm-hmm. where I should be heard because either I'm supposed to be running the meeting, you know, that, in that role of you're you're the president or whatever, and just getting being so frustrated because it was like I wasn't even there. So I'm thinking, just now, like, what does that does that just means I was in a different dimension? So I'm thinking I'm I'm doing this, but they're they're not seeing me because I'm not really in their dimension. I'm in another dimension. Um, and so they're the not really paying attention, right? Because they because I'm not really there. Um, mm-hmm. So then, but it's always with, with with how come I'm still seeing them? 
you know, like how, how do I get fully into whatever dimension I need to be in? I don't even I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. That's, that's a good question. <laughs> or it could just be, no, you're just working out your frustrations that you think no one's listening to you. Like, okay, well, that could be it too. It, it, could, be, it could be that too. <laughs> it could be that too. Or, or, you know, it's like reading the room. So, or or playing to that, or playing to the room, or reading the room. So, they're only going to get what they're going to get, and the rest is going to get filtered out. Mm. So you could see them; they could see you. I don't know. I don't know. That's um. Ooh. The, there, there was one dream that it was relatively recently. Um, but it was one that had to do with one of my one of my seven billion cousins. Um, mm-hmm. But it was it was a cousin who's older, and she she tends to be a boss, you know, like she she gets things. She's also just super loud, so um, she carries herself in a certain way. She's tiny, but she's super loud, and she's she actually shares the same birthday as my dad, um, and uh, so I remember. In the dream, I had a conversation with her, and it's like we were just not uh, like like she wasn't understanding what I was saying, and I wasn't understanding why she couldn't understand what I was saying, you know, because then she would say something, and I'm like, no, that has no that that has nothing to do with <laughs> with what I just said, um, or you know, or she just looked at me like she didn't understand what the, what the issue was. I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I thought yeah, I thought we could we could tackle this this issue, but. Um, for you, it's not an issue, but for me, my issue is how come it's not an issue for you, you know? So uh, it just went back and back, back and forth. And it was like literally like I, I want to say it had to do with with just – it was like a matter of understanding one word that would that would say – that would just shed light on the whole thing. And I, I couldn't find that word or I wasn't expressing it the right way. I don't know, but um, – it was a very frustrating dream. So it was it was a similar type of dream that I've had, where in this case she was seeing me, but she still wasn't understanding me, mm-hmm. and and I I couldn't I didn't have enough enough language you know at my at my disposal to figure out mm-hmm. how to how to show her or how to explain to her where I was coming from, um, right? Because you because I think a little shut down. Well, yeah, and I think overall, I was feeling. Um, ooh, it just escaped me. I was feeling that uh, it wasn't that she didn't care. It was just you know we like we were like reading from different books, you know. Right. Um, and so her perspective was no big deal for me. Uh, big deal. And right. oh, I know what it was. It was that. Well, the feeling was that there was an expectation of me that I was trying to to carry out and I couldn't mm. do it. Well, that makes sense because in the dream yeah. it's like you've had all these assumptions and expectations of you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and, yeah, you don't want to carry it out anymore. Yeah. There you go. So that makes perfect sense. So in the dream it's like, yeah, you didn't have the capacity because you didn't want to, but mm-hmm. but in, but it wasn't clear as a conscious choice. It was an unconscious choice. Because otherwise it would be, um, 
maybe uh, a slight act of defiance if it was a conscious choice. Mm-hmm. So if you weren't conscious of it, you were still being obedient. You're still being, yeah, yeah, something like that maybe. Yeah, and I years ago I had a reading done where it was the same situation. Um, the the image was of me having to carry um, the body of someone who had passed while they were visiting. Oh, oh Jesus. Um, well, it was just that, that that was that was the image that the reader had. She's like, yeah, like there's there's this whole story about you living like in the desert and oh god, and uh, you were like in this in this case I was um, I was a male, and I had the duty uh, being whatever whatever you know in the pecking order of siblings of children um, because this person had had who had uh, visited was uh, was from, not from there, but I had to. I had to basically go across the desert with his body and deliver it back. Um, and I was wow. like, oh, my gosh. Like, this is, like, can't we just, you know, we're desert people. Like, <laughs> you know, like I don't, I, it was just like, I, you meant desert people. To <laughs> 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 um, it just, yeah, it, it didn't seem to make, it seemed like, like, it's, it was such a harrowing type, type of journey. Like, well, I could die. <laughs> I oh, doing this, doing this, uh, this traditional form of respect type thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this doesn't make any sense to me. So that was sort of what I was thinking about. Um, that, that, that same, like, oh, I have to do this because it's tradition, but it doesn't make any sense because right. there are other options that we could figure out and, why would we discuss that? Um, Raven has typed in here. Uh, she said about, about orbs are sort of switching gears. I feel orbs are familiar to us. She said, um, I would watch the orbs at night when I was younger. Never knew what they were. I feel it just happens once we stop trying to figure out everything. And then she right. wrote, um, have you ever noticed that in your dreams you seem to be always looking for something? Sometimes. Yeah, I find that I'm trying. Thematically, it's always that I'm I'm trying to get someplace or get out of something or escape mm-hmm. something or save something or it's it's always kind of like that. Like it's yeah, I'm always happy when I don't remember my dreams because they're they're always so intense. I'm like I'm tired. <laughs> I'm like no. I'm like oh, I don't remember it. Good. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so she said looking for something? Yeah. Searching? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, I would say you that would apply if you're looking for a way out. <laughs> mm. Yeah. I I would say there, there it's there there's some sort of mission involved. Sure. Yeah, there's something there's some some crazy extreme situation that needs to be resolved. And sometimes I'm successful at, at it and sometimes I'm not. Or sometimes I force myself out of the dream because it, it's it's not going to end well, and I don't want to mm-hmm. go through that. And I, I'll make myself wake up. Yeah, I've walked. I have awakened weeping from dreams sometimes because it's just like I ah. have to. Yeah, I'm like ah, right, it's too much. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's it's. It's it's a lot. I mean, it would be so nice. Like, pick one. Like, real life. You pay your bills. You raise your kids. You you, you have your lovers. You do your thing. You try out new recipes. 
you see a show, you do go to a museum, or this stuff. But the fact that it's both, I'm like, really? That's too much. And then let's throw a pandemic in there. Let's throw the world in there. That's too much. It's too much. It's crazy. Maybe that's why I'm because I think because everything's so it's been so extreme or my exposure has mm-hmm. been so extreme lately or my yeah. experience has been so extreme lately that maybe that's why I'm drawn to like the Tao. Yeah. It's like how yeah. do you navigate extremes? Well, okay, let's let's go right in the middle. I don't know. I yeah, that's the only thing right now that's making sense to me. That does make sense. Right? I don't freaking know. <laughs> I don't know a damn thing. Well, I'm wondering yeah. if, I guess Lois hasn't come through to, to shed some light on that, or she's just like, nope, it's like, it is what it is. <laughs> well, it's interesting because I, what I, yeah, because I asked you on Tuesday about like the whole Dow thing, and then that, that was connected to you. Uh, interesting, when we talked about a couple of shows before that talked about the, the violet flame and being drawn to, to that and crystalline mm-hmm. energy and that that was sort of connected to her I didn't know purple aka violet was her favorite color and I'm walking around with like you know, violet toes and fingers because I've been very drawn to, to violet and purple lately which is my favorite bra is a violet bra I, mean, I can't stop wearing it I'm like I gotta rotate these things I'm like no I love wearing my purple bra I don't know why so uh <laughs> so that that's kind of making sense that that she's she's tied uh to that. I don't know. I mean, it's interesting. I I guess a lot of her influence and energy is sort of being woven uh woven in. Yeah. I don't know. I'm thinking maybe, well we have a few minutes left. Maybe if you could, did she ever do this? Like if somebody was asking, uh, like going on and on and on and on and on, she would just say, just just put it in one sentence, just put put it in one question. Would she ever do that? Um, and make it simple. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure she she wouldn't. I don't know if she would say it that way, but but you know, well, I think no. she. Well, no, I know that. I know that's you, but um, but I. Th- think she would end up asking a few more questions to kind of, you know, get right. to the point, to figure yeah, out what if, was really Yeah, going if you on. had, like, one question to ask her now, what would that question be? Hmm. Well, the first word that comes up is how, but I don't know if that's the right word, but how. How? How do... How do we reconcile um, the many dimensions mm-hmm. while while we're in this dimension? That's a great question. <laughs> That's a great question. You know, you know. So that, yeah, I think that accounts for for you seeing everything, and for me working in a different plane when I'm when I'm dreaming, but then when we're here in the present. Whatever dimension this is, you know, third dimension. Right. Um, you know, we bring that experience and that what we think of as our knowledge from 
being right. in other places. Yeah. Like, you know, why now? I know part of the reason why now is because, you know, it's time. But It's time. Enough already. Enough, yeah. with, uh, 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 enough with the, you know, madness. Mm-hmm. I mean, how far can we take it? You know, we've been taking it pretty far for centuries. You know, things have been barbaric and insane for, for, for centuries. Yeah, the I, I'm getting an I really with an answer from her. It's really just an image, like an it's a, it's an image of of the ocean. Ah, I like that. Yeah, it's the it's like it's like ride the wave. It's 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 the ocean where it could be stable, it could be turbulent. There's an undertow. Like you have to be careful. You can't go too far in. Yeah, the, yeah, the uh, yeah the ocean. Huh. Well, what I got from that was uh, that's a whole that's a whole ecosystem in and of itself. That's right. And so what you see on the surface is nothing like what you see underneath. Right. And the deeper right. you go, the right. different there's different types of organisms. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's other life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a I whole like other that. dimension. <laughs> right. Right. That's her answer. The ocean. Damn, that was a good experiment. And I love the the ocean. ocean. (laughs) I do too. I do too. Yeah, sometimes I'll just jump on the subway, uh, go to the beach in Brooklyn, and just walk and just breathe in the air and just look at the ocean and then go back home. Because I need to fix. And there's something about that salt air, that yes. ionizing. Yeah, it's it's so healing. But, yeah, it's... There's a request here. And I now, now, like, the last two minutes of the we, show. We, but, we have um, two minutes, but what is it? Okay. Can we get a card for today? That was Jen. Um, sure, of course we can. And Raven wrote some other stuff, too. Yeah. Um, what did she say? Our curiosity, looking for an object or a person. I had a spirit come after me in a dream the night before we were going to do a clearing in a building that was scary and she wrote ask a direct question how blank is one word that is used um, we are not necessarily going to get any one answer I may need to call in and have a discussion soon please do um, and she said she's had dreams of fairies about the climate change crazy okay what the hell I know alright I'm not going to do any music we'll just do a quick pick Okay, so quick pick. Put the lottery, quick pick. It's like lotto. Have, have a quick pick, please. Kind of scratch off. All right, so I'm I'm on. Just say pick when you're ready. All right. Yep. Pick. Okay. 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 So the, the uh, number associated with this message is three five three. Oh, this is interesting. By identifying as a caregiver. And the awareness of self-care, understand this transitional period may be confusing. You are not being selfish. Mm. I'll read it again. So this was, Jen had requested this for everybody, right? Yeah. By identifying as a caregiver and the awareness of self-care, understand this transitional period may be confusing. You are not being selfish. And what's interesting is that we are literally in a transitional period. Mm -hmm. You know, everything with COVID. 
uh, shifting. And so many of us have been identifying as caregivers and really dismissing the awareness of self-care. Yes. Or that or we are aware of self-care, but we push it to the side because we feel to to be to be doing the right thing is just to kind of, you know, dismiss ourselves. Interesting. And you are not being selfish. I guess that's what we have to remember. We're mm-hmm. not being selfish. Well, thank you for uh thank you for that request, Jen. Thank you for picking that message. So 353, what's what is the significance of that? Well, there are a few things that was coming in. Um, well, it ends up being a two if you add up all those numbers, which is about, you know, support and care. But it, it is, as if you look at these, the, the way it works, it is that five of transformation and experience. And on, on either side, these threes, which is energy and just flow and connection. So on either side of that means the energy you put in will transform you. Energy you put out transforms others. Um, mm. and, and then it starts to circles back around again because it is energy. So right. the more we are, under, we, we are aware and understand how that flows, then to the degree that we care for others will hopefully be reflected in, in the degree that we care for ourselves. Right. So a lot of times we don't let it circle back around. We just keep putting it out. And, right. Um, and that's when we realize, oh, I'm really tired, you know, or, or you, the combination of being, uh, being hangry, <laughs> being hangry, mm-hmm. or, or just uh, uh, being burned out, and then being resentful because uh, I do all this stuff, you know, you, you end up creating something very different. Um, right. That's a great message. It really is. So perfect way to wrap up the show. Uh, Thank you guys so much. And if you uh, need to get a hold of us, you can send an email to loablend at gmail.com. And we're scheduled to be back on the air this coming Tuesday at 8.30 a.m. United States Eastern Time. Stay safe. Take care of yourselves and each other. And as always, let the light do the work and to brighter days ahead. Love you. Love you all. Bye.